friends, welcome to Womankinds. I'm here in my first episode, well we're recording in 2018, but this will be the first released episode of 2019. Um, and I'm here with Jasmine Frazier, who is Hop Hop. So hi Jazz. Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. So tell my listeners a little bit about who Hop Hop is. So I would say, well, first off, Hop Hop is, um, is my hip hop rap R&B um, stage performer name. Um, I I don't know. I just blanked on like who Hop Hop is. <laughs> she's just so much. I just can't. I just can't explain all of her. Um, she's essentially my id. Um, Jasmine's id. I say most of the things that I would say as Hop Hop as Jasmine, just not in all settings, mm-hmm. but when I'm on stage, I'm really allowed to just dive into that and just like really like pull some of that out. So that could be anything from like yelling at people or like pelvic thrusting or like, I don't know, just like twerking. Like, I don't know, just like whatever I'm feeling like in an unadulterated sense, it just kind of comes out. So Hop Hop is my vessel for that. Oh, that sounds very freeing. I love that. I really love it too. It's really uh, cathartic. Nice. Cathartic, yeah. So some of those things are things that Jasmine would not necessarily do at any given moment, but they are things that Hop Hop would do at any given moment. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Interesting. So how did you start this? Where did the idea come from for Hop Hop? So I haven't been playing music for a super long time since I moved to Buffalo and um, started dating my partner, Brandon, um, like five years ago. Um, I've always been into music and I've always like kind of played bass like by myself like without an amp in my bedroom and like just listening like really hard um, to the notes (laughs) that I was playing Um, because I just didn't really have an environment that fostered musical expression. I did but I didn't like not with my peers like my family like very much pushed um, like musical stuff on me which made it feel like really obligatory Mm -hmm. and you know not fun. Um, So I didn't really have a social group to um, have fun with in that realm um so when i met brandon he was like you seem like really fucking musical like why you know like just the way you talk is like sounds like an instrument like do you sing or what so then he kind of like brought me out of my shell so after like i was like singing like i would do like like a mix between like indie and punk you know stuff mm-hmm. like that um or just like goofing off um one day I was like I'm really fucking mad about something I don't remember what I was mad about I remember what I was mad about I was mad about um my family so there are a lot of women in my family and so I was raised by my mom um she's a single parent um and then she had four girls and one my oldest sister was from another marriage but um the three of us me um and my two sisters um we like grew up together and as we were growing up this is like so much backstory so as well we that was going to be one of my later questions okay, so great. we can get into it now <laughs> perfect i told you i was getting rambling so um my um i'm like watching my sisters grow up and you know we always said that we weren't going to fall into the same like pitfalls that all the women on lifetime fall into and lo and behold as we got older everyone's falling into those motherfucking stereotypes <laughs> of like 
you know, who women fall for, it's always the one that's the worst for them. So, like, I was watching, like, all of, like, my mom, my um, two sisters, like, they all had stalkers. I'm like, this is oh my fucking gosh. wild. So it's like, you know, they allow people, like, just the wrong people into their lives, and, like, you know, unbeknownst to them. Um, but there was, like, this clash of all of those situations happening like to all of them at the same time but then like me being really far away like they're all in Alabama and I'm like up here in New York like I'm real far away and I'm like shit like I can't even do anything about it so I was just like oh like just like so like ugh, tied up inside I'm like I've got no power at all like all I want to do is just like I don't know I just have to write something because I've always been like a writer um first and foremost and um, so I was like, I just have to write something. I've never written a poem. Like, seriously, <laughs> I'm going to write a poem. So then I like sat down and started writing. And I was like, this poem is stupid without music. So then it turned into a rap song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's just like, I don't know how it kind of came out. I feel like that happens a lot. That, you know, when you call something a poem, it's like, this doesn't work. But if you turn it into like a song or think of it as like a lyric, right. then it somehow like makes better sense. Right. Sometimes it just feels like it's missing something. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can convey a lot with your voice. But when I was trying to like push it through just with my voice, I'm like, this is a song. Mm -hmm. This is a song. I might as well just put music to it. And I actually ended up being on um, this song called Jammo on my first album, which I did on my rinky dinky PC. Ooh. And I so it sounds very much like it was made on a rinky dinky PC, but it has like this really sweet like lo-fi quality, um, which I'm super proud of because it's like one of the few things that I've ever done like completely, completely by long. myself, right? And so it sounds like I made it with love. But yeah, JMO stands for Jasmine, Alex, Ol Jasmine, Alex, Mom, Olivia. So like oh we gosh. used to have those are all the ladies the, in my family yeah. and and my immediate family, and like that came from. Uh, chicken pot pies and like beef pot pies and veggie pot pies. So um, you remember like the banquet, yeah, like chicken pot pies yeah. or whatever. So like that was a go-to. Like my mom, she was busy. She's like, I don't want. I'm not into this. So she's like, you know, she'll just turn on the oven and be like, these bitches are hungry. Like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do something real easy. And you know, you have to like um, like stab the air holes mm -hmm. into the top, like because it's frozen and you want the air to move around and blah blah blah. So she would carve in our initials so we each knew like who which pie it was. was yeah who's so like we would arrange them in different ways like because mm -hmm. we were learning how to read and you know whatever so we're like oh we could spell you know moja or it could spell <laughs> ajmo or jamo and i think i don't know i chose jamo that's like such a sweet story i really yeah. like that <laughs> i look back on it and i'm like that's cute that's cute <laughs> but i was mad in that moment and if you yeah. listen to that song then you'll like hear the anger. Yeah, I was, like, very frustrated. So that's your first song, basically, right? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I know. So here's a question. How, if your family is in Alabama, how did you end up in Buffalo? Well, it's the age-old question. <laughs> um, the thing that brought me here was that Buffalo was not Alabama. That was, like, okay. it's really not that great of a story. Um, I was in high school... Uh, with my significant other at the time and um, well I went to high school with him we had just graduated like I don't know I was like 19 and um, we had a mutual friend who also went to our high school and so he was going to community college we didn't go to college because we were losers and <laughs> he was in a community college and then he met this girl 
from Amherst, oh, New okay. York. She got a scholarship, and she's like, I want to go to Florida! So she went to Florida, and that's where she found us, because I was living in Pensacola, Florida at the time. That's where I went to high school. Pensacola, Florida, and um, Alabama are, like, so freaking really close. close. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like going to Canada, oh, essentially. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, I was in Pensacola, and um, he met this girl, and they were not good for each other they were, they just argued all the time it was insane like they had like one of those like passionate relationships like where they're like always like throwing things at each other and oh, having geez. like really raucous makeup sex it was just like absurd like they didn't care whose space they were in using up all my toilet paper because she's crying I'm like no like it's <laughs> not happening um but anyway so our friend wanted to follow her to Buffalo mm -hmm. essentially because um started having um seizures and oh, like they geez. couldn't figure out like what the fuck was going on and so he's like oh my god like she's gonna go back home and you know her family has to take care of her because she's got like mad doctor's appointments and you know whatever so she just she had to come back so he was like I'm going to Buffalo who's coming with me and everyone's like fuck you like we're not going um but I was like get me out you're coming get me out so my boyfriend at the time um, he was like, where he had finally got like a good job, like at an auto shop. Um, he like learned how to be a mechanic in like six months and he was really good at it. I'm like, you're a wow, genius. That's okay. incredible. Yeah. He's, he's crazy smart. Um, but anyway, so he's like, no, I just got a job. Like I'm not really interested in leaving. Um, and then our friend's dad, like he works at a very large automotive company here and, um, has been working there for like, you know, 20 years or something. Mm -hmm. He could get you a job here. And he, my, my ex-boyfriend was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, okay, let's go. And I was like, well, I mean, they have cars here, too. Right, <laughs> exactly. Well, it was, like, hard for him to, like, get into a good job, yeah. one that he liked without it just being, like, yeah, I don't know, like, Jiffy Lube or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I was like, no, I'm going to hang back because I finally got in-state tuition because some dumb shit, like, between Alabama and Florida, even though they're so close together, like, there used to be some law that you could live within 30 miles of like any sort of school mm -hmm. even if you were like technically in a different state and you would and have in-state tuition. tuition so like the year that I decided to finally go to college they changed it oh I was like, like I was so pissed I even tried to lie about my address like there was just there was no getting around it so I was like I finally got in-state tuition I have to stay here I cannot afford like out-of-state tuition anywhere if I move to New York so I was like okay I'm gonna hang back and then Alabama being all dumb what <laughs> Of course, um, they made some sort of like clerical error um, with the degree program that I was in. So I was going to school to be a welder. Like, don't even like, <laughs> don't even ask. Wait, were you actually going to school to be a welder, or did they say you were? No, like oh, I actually, was okay. like welding's tight. Like mm -hmm. I'll I'll do that. And at the time, my boyfriend was a mechanic, money. right? And also, like um, in Lower Alabama, like that's just the industry. Like mm -hmm. you go into like you know, like, engineering or, like, you know, some sort of, like, industrial, like, mm -hmm. so actually the program I was in was industrial maintenance. So I was oh, supposed cool. to be getting, like, this industrial maintenance degree where I was going to, like, learn how to, like, wire, you know, electricity and, like, um, weld and, I don't know, like, just do, like, shop class mm -hmm. and, I don't know, I was pumped about it. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get some <laughs> skills. And so they stressed in Alabama, this community college I was going to, they stressed that I needed to get a degree. Otherwise, financial aid was not going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. They don't do certificates. I wanted to just get, like, a year certificate and oh, then, like, yeah. bounce. But they were like, no, you got to go for two years. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just hang here for two years. 
you know, you can go to Buffalo and I'll meet you up there and whatever. And then Alabama done fucked up. They signed me up for the certificate program after they stressed that you couldn't that do I that. I couldn't do that. And they were like, no, you need to get a degree. And I'm like, okay, sign me up for the degree. And they're like, okay, I get the certificate. But they didn't, right. So, like, I started, like, not showing up in, like, the roll call. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when they're taking roll, like, for every class. I showed up to every class, like, for like two or three months and then they were like Jasmine your name isn't showing up on here anymore and I was like for what why and so I went to the office and they were like whoopsie looks like we did this I'm like fuck y'all I'm going to Buffalo right <laughs> now so I left and I left like a week later and um I've been here ever since oh wow that's <laughs> quite the story but yeah I was like oh it's not a fun story at all but I guess it's kind of fun but um I guess Buffalo is just the random place because that girl happened, happened to, be to be from, from here first. yeah I'm always interested in how people end up I mean I've been here my whole life so I'm oh, always sure. interested in how people got come here. here and tons of people come here I guess they do. like the reason that I you know what? I really didn't know what I was getting into when I moved up here. Like, I couldn't even point out Buffalo on a map. Mm -hmm. I couldn't point out New York on a map. Like, shit. For real. Like, <laughs> when you're so low, like, mm -hmm. this high up, like, you don't even register, like, the Rust Belt, like, mm -hmm. on a map. Like, and I, I imagine people here, probably, if you had them, you know, like, you Same. used to take those geography tests in, like, right. social studies class, I'm sure that a lot of people could not fill out, like, the bottom half of Most, the U.S. Yeah, there have actually been quite a few people who were like, where is Alabama anyway? And they're like, is, is it over here? I'm like, that's Mississippi. It's like, is it over here? <laughs> no, that's Georgia. That's Tennessee. Like, you don't know. But I I've driven through Alabama. It's a big fucking state. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just at, like, the top. Oh, okay. Where um, are you going? Um, well, my friends and I were driving, we were fr going from New Orleans to Texas on our way to California. Oh. Um, and, wait, that, does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. Well, wait, okay, so New Orleans, and then Texas, and then California. Yeah, but so, like, yeah, when I've gone through that, oh, maybe we drove through Alabama to get to New Orleans. Maybe Where I don't did know you my start? geography. No, here. Start. Here. Here? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Maybe like, you just went yeah, like, we straight went down. down, and then. Yep. I don't know what highway that is, but I'm sure that there was a highway. I feel like it's the 90, and then it changes into something else. Oh, I don't know. I don't um, know how far down the 90 goes. Oh, wait, no, the 90 then goes west. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. See, we're, I'm just proving the point here. But anyways, we, we drove through Alabama for, like, a short period of time, and we got off an exit at, like, a gas station, and it was, like, to leave right now. a backwoods gas station, <laughs> and there was, like, a three-legged dog, and we were, like, we, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, like, everywhere. I, that's, that's not true, but... I mean, there are, like, cities from, in Alabama. Right, but there aren't really. Like, I mean, there's, like, Birmingham. I yeah. guess Montgomery is a thing. Uh, um, t uh, what's the other place? Um, our, my friends all went to Tuscaloosa. Okay. There's um, a big college there. It's like where the Alabama, like college football team is. Oh, okay. And people go fucking. See, that's something hard. I don't know. And then there's Auburn. Like college football in Alabama is crazy. And I don't yeah. even think that they have an NFL team. Like they only do like college football, mm -hmm. and people go nuts. Roll Tide. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> um, my mom's an Auburn fan. Just kidding, oh. mom. War Eagle. Um, but. Yeah, pretty, like, if you take a wrong turn, like, where I'm from, like, just, just leave. Go. Always make sure that you have gas, because you mm -hmm. always will just Well, that was, for the rest of the trip, we were like, yeah, we need to make sure that we are in major cities and having gas in the car. Right. It's always, like, when you take that wrong turn, and then there's, like, mm -hmm. a weird, like, you know, a tire hanging from a tree, and then you see that three-legged dog, and then you start seeing some bones, like, scattered yeah, on the ground. No. You're like, I really, and then, like, someone without a shirt, and they've got, like, their 
you know. Um, I think that happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they've got like their suspenders on mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It's well, there was scary. also like a gaggle of like old men that like just hang out outside the gas station. Like it Point seems like that's like their, their thing. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't Checked do anything. Soda. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this is like their spot, but it was not clear where they had come from because there was nothing around. <laughs> like that was just their spot. Yeah, they came out of the woods. <laughs> well, and then later in the trip, this is on the border of Texas and Mexico. Again, we pull off the highway to get gas, and then there's nothing. Like there was a sign for a gas station, and then once we got off the exit, there's just nothing. And so we're driving, and then border patrol was like following us for a while. Oh my god. Um, but then they went around us and just kind of They're like, us. oh, it's but just we... white people. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then they never found the gas, we never found the gas station. So, so we just bitch. like got back on the highway and we're like, okay, this is the last time we're doing this. Right. Like we're, yeah, big cities. Get your gas. So back to Hop Hop. Right. Um, or, well, I mean, my other question was going to be like, what's your story? Where do you come from? But I feel sure. like you kind, kind of, of covered like, that. Yeah, kind of. But is there anything you want to add to that? Um... Well, I guess what I would add is also that I am a middle child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you have I, an older sister and a younger sister. Mm-hmm. So you are the middle. Jed well, Center. my older Old. sister, who was from another marriage, oh, okay. she was like way older than all of us. She's like 12 years older than me. Um, oh, yeah, but so you like, don't have like that sibling dynamic like growing up because she was like... I mean, she was, like, there, mm-hmm. um, but I was mostly raised, like, with my immediate sisters, mm-hmm. like, from the same mom and dad. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, in terms of that family, I was, like, smacked out in the middle. <laughs> and I um, felt like, you know, what people say about middle kids, you mm-hmm. know, like... The oldest child got all the attention, then there's the middle child that's like, ah, it's just another kid, but then, like, you get the baby, and then you're like, oh, I'm <laughs> And so then I was just kind of in the middle, like, just hanging. So I think a lot of Hop Hop is me being like, look at me! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, that's kind of like, you know, where the id comes mm-hmm. out, you know, just me being like... Worship me. I Not feel like me, if but. we didn't have middle <laughs> children, we would be lacking a lot of really interesting performers. I would agree with that. hundred percent. I might be biased, but hair flip. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate being a middle child because I think that it made me a little more level-headed um, and I'm okay with attention kind of like sliding over me sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes they just don't you know don't fucking talk to me mm-hmm. but you know when I'm on stage I'm like talk to me yeah. talk to me after the show hey, so I'll you've like you. developed that skill to like when you want it you can get it right yeah definitely yeah so where did the name hop hop come from that's actually a really boring story um, let's hear it because <laughs> every story so that you said is backstory no, every story you said was boring <laughs> has been really interesting <laughs> so yeah hop hop just came from me not knowing how to say hip-hop like I kept like being like oh yeah it's my new hop-hop pro- oh, shit no it's my new hip-hop project I just kept stumbling over it for some reason um probably because I was like so it's probably stems from just like me being insecure about like I'm a hip-hop performer you know like I don't know who is me but yeah so I think that I was just like you know I'm just a hip-hop performer <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hop Hop just kept coming out, and I was like, ah, fuck it, like... That's my name That's now. the name, yeah. That's it. I'm here. That's funny. I never would have made that connection, because I just picture a bunny. And most people do, and, like, I... But, like, a cool bunny? A, like, the Energizer bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's me! Lots of energy. Yeah. I just keep going and going and going. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, no, no bunny. Actually, um, this is a cool story. I have since I've started being hot pop and releasing stuff, putting it like out on the internet. Um, and everyone does this. You Google yourself. Mm -hmm. So I was googling hot pop, and I'm trying to see like how like if I get higher in the ranks because hot pop that's like really like you know that's like so generic like that could be anything. Um, so like I was like on page thirty, and like now I'm like on page like four or five. Ooh. What are I other things that come up for hot so, pop? So oh, the me best more. thing, <laughs> the best thing that comes up, I think it's called. Um, hop Hop the Bunny Do or something like that. It's fucking amazing. So every time I saw it, I was like, man, this looks stupid. It's like a YouTube video with like this, um, with this bunny that's like, Bleh! and it's like super like cartoonish. And I was like, oh man, this is lame, like some lame kid shit. But finally, the other week, I like clicked on it. I was like, I just gotta see. It was dope. I don't know. Who, <laughs> I don't know who created this. It was like the weirdest, most bizarre thing ever, and I am proud to be that's amazing. with this weird ass video. Maybe so. at the beginning of your show, you can play a video clip of it Ooh. and just let the world see. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I don't that's know. Okay. I might confuse people, but um, uh, yeah. In your spare time, if you want to look up, I Hop -Hop, definitely it's know. Probably the number one, the number one click. Um, and millions of people have seen it. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. Like, I didn't know. But now yeah. I know. Now you know. Now you know. You gotta use that to your advantage. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta lasso that into my brand. <laughs> so have you been doing a lot of live shows? And what, what is your... What have you been up to as Hop Hop lately? So, I hadn't been playing a lot of live shows this year. Or at least it felt that way. I probably played, like, 10-ish and. I mean, I guess, like, for as many months as there are in the year, there are only 12, so, like, yeah. that's, like, okay, but, um, they, well, actually, that's not true, because I was on tour in April, so I played, like, nine shows, mm -hmm. um, then, but... Where was your tour? Well, I, <laughs> um, went to the tried-and-true little route, um, like, northeast, mm -hmm. um, so, started in Rochester. <laughs> No, I didn't start in Rochester. Where did I even start? I don't know. I went to um, to Allegheny College um, in Pennsylvania. Um, we went to Philly. Uh, we went to Boston, East Hampton, Massachusetts. Uh, we went to... Um, <laughs> we went to Purchase College. Uh, we went to uh, Brooklyn. We went to... Sure, we went to Rochester. Where did we go? <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's not first. It, yeah, it seems like it was so long ago, and I put like so much focus into like where I was going to go mm -hmm. um, that I, I don't know. I think like after the tour, like all of my brain cells just like melted. So like I don't even know. I don't even know where I went, but I met some lovely people. Um, that sounds so I went. fun. Oh, I went to Providence. That was an amazing show. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had a great time. So, like, we just, like, ran ran mm -hmm. the circus. We didn't go to... We didn't go to Philly. There, That show fell through. But oh, okay. um, another show picked up, and I don't remember even where we went. But everything turned out great, and I had a great time. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, played a bunch of shows then, and then um, when I got back, we had the album release show um, at Milky's, my spot. Um, and, yeah, that was, like, um, like, the last day in April or something like that. 
And then... Oh, uh, so your chart, like, led up to that. Right, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. um, just kind of, like, pushing the EP scratch. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then, like, that night was, you know, when I gave everyone CDs, like, mm-hmm. with entrance, and it was my homecoming party, so I dressed up as a homecoming queen. Oh, and, so fun. Oh, my God. If you go on Facebook, on the Hop Hop's page, uh, facebook.com slash <laughs> I am still Hop Hop, because I created a Hop Hop page, and then they, like, locked me out of it. Oh. It was really annoying. So now there's just, like, a phantom Hop Hop page. I can't and you can't get back it. into it? No. Well, because I had um, a fake Facebook name, because, mm-hmm. you know, like... The internet's a weird place. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have my name up there. But they were like, we need your birth certificate. What? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that is Okay, Facebook crazy. just keeps giving her information Calm to Russia, down. but don't right? let her have her page back. This is crazy. So my friend created um, a fake ID for me <laughs> to make my fake Facebook name look like my real name on my license. <laughs> it's really funny, but it didn't work. And um, so, yeah, so that... Hot Pot page is attached to an account that got shut down. So, like, I can't even get to it, which That's is why ridiculous. now Facebook.com, I am so Hot Pot. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I've got, like, all of the photos from mm-hmm. that. My my dog, my heart, um, Mark Duggan of Mark Duggan Photography. You can also find him on Facebook and Instagram. He takes amazing shots, and he's, like, so fun to work with. But he was, like, on the scene. He was taking all the photos. I'm, like, in a chair. So, Brandon had this idea to... Um, to have me sit in a chair and then like all the guys like lift me up oh in the gosh. chair so then I could like enter the, the room queen. right and I was a fucking queen it was awesome so um so there were photos of that and I had the best time like I was up there and I'm like I'm living my best life <laughs> all these guys are carrying me um but yeah so there was that show um which was a really big one for me I played um this really amazing benefit show actually a couple of benefit shows this shows this year um one for um, at Flying Bison in support of Friends of Night people, um, who help, um, like feed and clothe and shelter, um, homeless folks. Um, so all that money went to the work that they're doing, which is really awesome. And then, um, there was another one for Jewish Family Services at the Tabernacle for, um, World Refugee Day. Mm -hmm. Um. That was really fun. That was the first show, I think, in the Tabernacle, so I got to christen Oh, it. awesome. Um, which is funny, because I used to work at Sweetness 7, mm-hmm. like, for years, and so I was like, hey, <laughs> this church isn't as creepy as it used to be. <laughs> it's actually really pretty. I haven't been there yet. I need to go. Yeah, it's swanky mm-hmm. as hell. It's hot in the summertime. Oh, it's cold it's cool. in the wintertime. Oh. Maybe it's not. I don't know. They might have heaters in there, but, um, but it's really, like, it's... It feels very old world. Mm-hmm. You know how Frisch does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's really nice in there. Um, yeah, I played a couple of shows recently with Hop Hop and the band. Um, I went on tour with the band um, it, back in April, but those were different guys. They're mm-hmm. um, some friends from some bands in the Northeast um, that we've just been like linked up with since mm-hmm. another tour that I went on with Brandon in another band I was in. So it was just like... Like, all the little networks are, like, folding in together, which was really nice that they agreed to go with me, and I got to pay them at the end, which was, like, the best part, because they, Mm -hmm. like, really, they took off time from work, and they, like, spent hours, like, learning these songs, days learning those songs. It was amazing. So, um... That's awesome. So you don't have, like, a specific band that's, like, your band? No, not 
not really. I tend to have like the same like revolving prayers, right. um, but this time it's Brandon Shalia from Steak and Cake Records. Check them out on Bandcamp, Insta, Facebook. Um, then there's also Nick Randall. He is an amazing guitarist. Um, he plays like all around town, classically trained. Like he's the shit. Um, he's in the etchings. He's in Red Heat with Brandon. Um, and then Derek Evans, who is also really amazing, also classically trained, and um, he was on the keys. So um, he, I think he teaches at UB or something. Mm -hmm. He's like a, I don't know, conductor. I don't know. <laughs> Derek, I'm sorry, I'm butchering this, but um, he's great. Yeah, well, he's Derek, great. you're great. You're great. <laughs> and he was playing like two keyboards. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, he's like got all the parts. I down. can't even play one. So. Right. I'm like, do do do. Single key, I got this. But um, yeah, he was like working a mixer and like he's got effects going on. It's oh just like, gosh. and he figured that out like real quick. So um, I was playing several shows with those guys, mm -hmm. and it was the first time that we played without having any backing tracks. So like usually like the band sort of augments like the backing mm -hmm. tracks, but there was like none of that. So everything was like organic happening like at one time. And having Derek on the keys like really brought like those other synthetic mm -hmm. elements that are like built into the songs. Um, it we just like brought it live, which I was very thankful for because it kind of cuts like some uncertainty out. Sometimes yeah. like if the track like glitches or something, then it's like ah, everything is like nice. everything is wrong. Yeah. yeah. So it was like really nice and kind of freeing, mm -hmm. like to know that like if we fall out of sync, then like we can all come back yeah. together without this other track that's just like going on like regardless of like what human things are happening mm -hmm. in the moment oh so that was nice but like we played several shows like um kevin kane at duende um have you been to that new bar no. in silo city yo it's swanky is it oh Where? my god it's so nice i felt like i was in the shining like, <laughs> it was so gorgeous so it used to be that old office building, I guess. Have you been to Silo City? I've been to Silo City, but just in the silo where they do um, the graffiti um, art. Is there a specific silo where they do that? There's one where they do lessons. And so I was actually oh, there with my students cool. not too long ago, which is hey, pretty cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Um... So, but yeah. it was like in one silo, and, but I don't know, like, sure, it's like, um, when you I feel go like you're down, just driving down a dirt road, then yeah. it's like you're in Silo City, and right. I'm like, all right, right, here right, right. We are. <laughs> so yeah, you're driving down the dirt road yeah. on the right, it's like once you get okay. past like the um, the gate, okay, or whatever, there's like there used to be like a little trailer there, okay. like so we the went to the left, so we didn't go to the right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like right on the right, and it's like wow, so pretty in there. So mm -hmm. Kevin Kane let us debut because mm -hmm. it was like. We wanted to practice, but Derek had a show there, so we were like, ooh, can we practice at Duende and just, like, have a performance? And Kevin was like, why the fuck not? So <laughs> he let us practice there, um, and so that was really nice to play in front of people mm -hmm. and see, like, what people's reactions were, yeah. and also, like, what did we fuck up? Like, what did we do okay? Mm -hmm. Like, what should we, like, move around um, in terms of, like, song order and things mm -hmm. like that? Um, so, like, we played Duende, and then... Um, we played Buffalo Women's Gifts, um, mm -hmm. at Asbury Hall, um, mm -hmm. Bayville, and, um, that was really amazing. I've always wanted to play there. It is so gorgeous. Have it's you been beautiful there? Yeah, I've been oh there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the sound was, like, like, real big, but we, like, tamed everything down because, mm -hmm. you know, like, you hit a snare and, and like, it's like, just, yeah, like, oh, yeah, that would be crazy. Crap. Yeah, so, like, we had, um like t-shirts like mm -hmm. on everything and like trying to keep everything like real low 
Um, and then we were like really gearing up for the show at uh, Birchfield Penny. That was mm -hmm. the whole reason the band was even a thing. And we ended up like getting a bunch of show offers. Oh, we also played with Ava Luna at um, Mohawk Place. Like that show, ugh, if you've never listened to Ava Luna, like, I don't you know gotta do it. I'm gonna spell yeah. it for you. A-V-A <laughs> space Luna, L-U-N-A. They're from um, Brooklyn and I think Brooklyn, or I'll just say New York City. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, they're like this like beautiful, like art, rock, funk, frog, I don't know, like <laughs> experimental. Like it's just like really, really cool. Like I felt like I was watching a rock opera. Mm -hmm. Like there was oh, like more amazing. into Yeah, there was like the music was like really good, like really like mm -hmm. danceable. And then sometimes like it would like get real slow, but it like the time signatures are like really funky. But then there's like so much like Perf like so much of a performative mm -hmm. element as well. It was just like riveting to watch. I was just like, ah, oh, like I didn't have any words. I was like trying to talk to them after. I was just like, I don't know. Whoa! <laughs> and they're like, I know. Like, it's great. Thank you. So here's a question. Do a lot of hip hop artists play with a band rather than a track? So, no. I, I feel like that's like pretty unique. Well, a lot of people do that, but I think that it's usually like, um, hip-hop artists that have money to pay a mm -hmm. band, so that's def there's definitely a barrier to entry yeah. there. Um, and luckily, Brandon is, like, willing to play for free, Nick mm -hmm. is willing to play for free, Derek is willing to play for mm -hmm. free, so, like, that was really great. And the other band that I went on tour with um, in April, um, my friends Andrew and Sam, they were willing to play for free. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy because, first of all, Andrew lives in, like, basically Boston, and then Sam lives in California. I'm like, you guys oh, flew here to do this to tour. do this, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we don't care about money. This just seems like fun. I'm mm -hmm. like, you're fucking crazy. We're gonna get you money. <laughs> so luckily, like all of the shows, like I did, yeah, you yeah. know, have some sort of revenue. Mm -hmm. So then at the end, I was able to pay them like a pretty penny, which was like, oh, oh what nice. a relief because like I can show you how much I appreciate you, but like mm -hmm. nothing speaks louder like, than a check. Our <laughs> cash. Yeah. <laughs> A little Venmo. Like, thank you. They're like, yeah, we're going out tonight. Actually, <laughs> no, I'm awesome. spending the money to fly home tonight. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's there's a barrier to entry for sure. But luckily, like I've got like really talented friends who mm -hmm. just like to have fun um, and just like music and playing music. For sure, yeah. yeah. And it's like something that they don't always do. Mm -hmm. um, so luckily, the shows have been able to pay them. So like there has been. A little bit of money but it's mostly for fun mm -hmm. but yeah a lot of people just play the track because it's easier you know like you don't have to look around equipment really like you just have your phone and then like plug in mm -hmm. plug it into an yeah, that's true. it's like so easy you can have a show like in a heartbeat mm -hmm. which is what I was doing and it's like really easy and then you get all of the money but if you want to really give like a good show it definitely helps to like have people to back yeah you up. and have that like energy from everybody. for sure yeah. and everyone loves you know it's like nice to just like look at you know me like whoa <laughs> but it's also really fun to watch people like be really good at their instruments so it mm -hmm. gives you know it just gives a more rounded experience yeah absolutely Definitely. well i can't wait to come to a show hey. and i feel like i should have gone to a show before oh my gosh <laughs> you should come to um steak and cakes eighth anniversary eighth anniversary eight years brandon's been doing this so it's february fuck february Night, I think. I'm just gonna look at a calendar real quick because it's on a <laughs> Saturday. 
Um, and I think, so I have not been able to come to any of the other ones because I usually travel during that time. Oh, really? But this year, I will not be, so I'll be able to come. Yes. Yeah, because Tony really always nice. sends me pictures of the show. He's like, look at how much money yeah, I have. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't be there. <laughs> Sorry. Shit. Um, but yeah, February 9th is Stephen Kate's 8th anniversary, oh and Hop Hop will be playing with the oh live Oh my gosh, that's exciting. And there are going to be a bunch of other cool people there, mm-hmm. too, so it'll just be a good time. Cool. So let's move into talking about some of the womanhood questions, but just before we do that, tell my listeners where they can find you, where they can find your music, okay. and you just gave a plug for a show, so they can yes. come to that too. Yes, for <laughs> sure. So you can find Hop Hop on Spotify. Um, a bunch of other things will show up before you search Hop Hop, but just find me. I've got a blue background and pink hair. You can't miss me. So um, I'm there. I'm on um, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, YouTube, I'm like all over the place. Bandcamp is very important because then you can buy my merch there. Um, that is IamHopHop.Bandcamp.com. Um, and again, my Facebook page is Facebook.com slash IamStillHopHop. And that is Hop, Hop as in a bunny. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's usually how I describe it because yeah. people think I say Hop Pop. Oh, I see. But it's okay. hop, 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 twice, hop. Um, yeah, where else is my music? Oh, you should find me on Instagram because I post things sometimes. So that is I, at I am hop hop on Instagram. Um, and I look forward to seeing that you added me. And maybe I'll follow you, too. And I'll tag you in things so people can find you from there. Perfect. So, I appreciate we got it. it. Cute. All right. So, moving into the questions about womanhood here. So, Jazz, what does it mean to you to be a woman on this day in 2018 and we're moving into 2019? Yeah. <laughs> so, what does it mean to you? To me, um, it means I ha- I feel like I have a large responsibility to myself and to all of my sisters to speak my mind. Mm-hmm. Some people don't either don't have the platform to do that without scrutiny um, or just haven't found it in themselves yet to do it. And while I have it, I'm going to be like, fuck that, fuck you, fuck this. Like, <laughs> um, you know, if the time calls for it, then I will be there to say it. I might say it a little more coarsely. Sometimes you might say it with a little more class. It's all, I'm starting to find in every environment that I'm in, if there's a time that I need to like say something, I'm kind of like finding my finesse Mm -hmm. and like not rubbing people the wrong way um, in expressing like, don't touch me. Or, you know, yeah. like, uh, that's not cool, you know, not mm-hmm. appropriate. And what about girls? You know, they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, you know, I need to find a good guy to work on my car. And I'm like, what about a girl? Or, like, I really need a strong man to help me with this up the stairs. I'm like, I'm strong. Like, do I not qualify because I'm a woman, you know? Um, I'm always, like, that person at work that's like, and women, and girls, and, you know, <laughs> like, let's slide that in. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling more of a responsibility to speak up because a lot of people don't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. that and sometimes I don't feel comfortable but I would hope that someone else you know would step in so it's kind of like all of us mm-hmm. like fortifying like um like changing the culture mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. now is that so that's specific to you is do you have a different answer for what it means to be a woman in like a larger sense like societally yeah I as a woman who doesn't have any kids 
a lot of women my age do have kids and, you know, have this responsibility of, like, raising a family. Something that I've noticed, um, which I think is great, but I also equally think that it's, like, too much pressure, um, is just, like, the responsibility or the societal expectation that, that women need to be a boss mm -hmm. and then also, like, be a boss at home. It's, like... Mm -hmm we need more people to do the jobs. <laughs> like, it's great that, like, you can raise your family and be a boss bitch and then also, like, bring home, like, the bacon while you're working, you know, like, a nine-to-five job or even more, you know, like, where they glorify, like, long hours, right. staying up early, staying out late, but then also you're supposed to be a perfect mom. Like, you right. know, fuck this. Like, that's, that's just, like, too much pressure um, and I saw actually, a meme, sorry, no, 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 I saw a meme the other day that said something like, we expect women to work like they don't have kids and raise kids like they don't work. I saw that one too. And I was like, like, oh my god, that is so like, true. that's the thing, for yeah. sure. And then also like to look great like while they're doing mm -hmm. it. And it's like, no, like sometimes they're gonna fucking curse at their kids, mm -hmm. sometimes they're gonna walk into the store looking like a hot mess, but it's like, do you know what it's like to try to juggle mm -hmm. like so many roles and wear so many hats like on a daily basis and be like on point with all of them it's like sometimes your worlds are gonna like get mixed up and then I don't know like you mm -hmm. might say something that might miff someone but it's like fuck you I'm under a lot of pressure like <laughs> do you have any idea so like I don't have kids I've got a crazy dog but I think that like we are like in this age of empowerment, you know, and so like we're in the age of Beyonce and you know, <laughs> strong enough to bear the children and get back to business. It's like that's really great, but at the same time, like we need to have more leniency mm -hmm. on working mothers and people who are navigating spaces that are not easy. Like it's just not easy to, you know, have to seamlessly like go through life you know wearing all of these hats so I think that if some pressure could get taken off of women because like you know we're doing the fucking best that we can um that would be great mm -hmm. I completely agree with that on so many fronts man now so you are in like the the music world slash hip-hop world mm -hmm. now that's I mean is it fair to say that that's a male-dominated arena definitely so what is that like? I feel like a fucking unicorn. Like, everywhere that I am, people are like, oh my god, whoa, she raps, whoa, she can sing, whoa, she's cute, whoa, she's weird, <laughs> you know? Like, they just can't handle, like, all of those things together. And then also, like, when they talk to me, like, um, oh, she's so articulate, I'm like, fuck, like, <laughs> there are people in the world that are like this, just they're not in this scene right um which i guess in buffalo that's more true than like the mm -hmm. world as a whole because there are plenty of like really awesome uh lady mcs out there um who just rock like so hard at what they do like mm -hmm. nitty scott lizzo is killing it um cardi b um, who, who did I just get into? Um, I think her name is Danny Lay or Danny Lee, Danny Lay. Um, who else am I loving right now? Princess Nokia is really awesome. So yeah, there are like plenty of women doing it. I guess just like visibility is like right. really low. Um, there are a few, um, women here doing it. Um, oh my goodness. What is, um, 
Shay Noir. Um, who else is rapping out here? Um, Medusa. Uh, oh, that's my shit. favorite name so far. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's wild. Um, yeah, who else is rapping? Um, shit, there's this girl Desiree that I have not seen yet, but I've seen some videos and I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, so there are a few. I mean, obviously, I can't name a ton, mm -hmm. um, which makes me sad. But um, yeah, usually I just get like slapped onto bills that are just like very like male dominant. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very funny because there are so many of those guys kind of buying into like the common rap culture, which is like, you know, my bitches, my hoes, like my gold, my, you know, my bling, my money and, you know, my guns. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> you don't have any of that. And like, no woman is going to get with you after you, you know, just like said ho like a million times, like in your music. Um, women can say ho as many times as they want, but <laughs> you don't do that. Um, but then like all of that happens on stage and then I come up, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I hot pop, fuck men. <laughs> so I, it's, I kind of have fun with it because yeah. there's like such a clear, mm -hmm. There's just, like, such a clear divide. And then at those same shows, like, after I'm done, a bunch of people, like, come up to me and they're like, oh, that was awesome. And it's really funny that, like, the same people who can love, like, you know, like, this trash rap. Not saying that, you know, people are trashy here. Just, like, um, how should I say this? Uh, I don't know. I guess, like, I don't know, like, not woke. Like, I don't right. know. It's just kind that of, like, sense. kind of playing into the formula, which mm -hmm. is, like, still fun um, in a lot of ways. I'm just, like, really kind of trying to subvert that. Yeah. Um, it's funny that the same people who, like, really love that shit really love, like, sometimes my music is, like, really fucking wholesome. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, rapping about my dog and my favorite <laughs> candy bar and, you know, but then other times I'm, like, yelling at dudes, like, on the street mm -hmm. um, that are yelling back at me. Like, I'm not just going to take that standing mm -hmm. up. So, um... Yeah, it's interesting that there is a market, mm -hmm. you know, like, for whatever I'm doing, especially, like, on the same level as, you know, like, what other people are doing, like, talking about topics that I do not agree with, like, mm -hmm. with ideologies that I do not agree with. Um, and then sometimes you're on those shows. Right. Yeah. And I think it might be important for me to do that so mm -hmm. people can see, like, that's not the only way. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. You can be yourself. You can be weird. Like, you don't have to have the look, you know, mm -hmm. and you don't have to, like, have the talk. It's like, that's phony. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have a Mercedes, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Like, your Pontiac is fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, yeah, it's really just, like, about visibility. Mm -hmm. I try to be, like, a little more careful about the shows that I choose because, um, you know, I'm starting to, like, get a little more, you know, like, wind under my wings um so I just kind of want to navigate the mm -hmm. space um carefully um but yeah it is important to kind of just like show up like in spaces mm -hmm. that um don't usually have that kind of representation um because yeah it just kind of like mm -hmm. lights a fire like in people's eyes I can see it mm -hmm. they're like oh whoa like <laughs> it could be like that yeah it could be whatever the fuck you make it so now do people make 
assumptions because I feel like I've interviewed a lot of people that are in like the comedy scene and I know particularly in Buffalo it's like very male dominated so if you're a woman in that scene like if you have blonde hair you're automatically Amy Schumer oh like is that something that happens to you as like is there like a tokenism kind of thing that happens I don't think people know what to think of me (laughs) and sometimes like the comparisons that I get are like whoa that's weird actually no there is one person consistently mm-hmm. that they're like oh do you listen to no name that's always the one mm-hmm. you listen to no name like i've heard of no name i'm not really into no name and i don't <laughs> they say that like my delivery is very much like hers mm-hmm. um and also she is definitely like out of the box like she mm-hmm. kind of um has like jazz music like mm-hmm. it's it's like a little jazzier um like a little like um disjointed almost Uh um like more like spoken word Mm -hmm. type um type delivery and like that's great no name you do that but I'm not no name yeah that's not what you're doing (laughs) um it's kind of like one of those things it's like oh it's okay like when I was in a rock band like um I would play bass with my fingers and um I would like usually be in like office wear because I would have to go like straight from work to like the Mm -hmm. show or whatever and so, like, I would be, like, kind of, like, dressed, like, a certain way, and then, you know, I'd be playing, like, my little flying V bass, and then people are like, oh, my God, Cassandra, you know, from Wayne's World. So they're like, oh, my God, it's the brown girl playing bass, and oh, she's singing Cassandra. I'm like, wow. Like, there are so many, like, like, narrow ideas of, like, where, like, there are literally so few examples mm-hmm. of, like, women doing certain things that are, like, usually dominated by men that like there's always like the go-to that like you have to attach it to some right to, it's like, like have it make some, sense right yeah. right to put it into context yeah. it's like well wayne's world did it so yeah that's what she's doing it's like mm, okay no, what's about so like that's so, i know so it's long like, ago like <laughs> and i'm i guess like maybe this might be mean but um nick and ben uh randall the um nick is in the band but he <laughs> when they first met me, they're like, "Oh, Cassandra!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" So, but I know that they they meant well, yeah. But it's just you know, kind of a a testament to like how it's like so hard to like yeah. put it into frame. Um, it's like if you see like some guy rapping, you're not like immediately like, I don't know, like who was the one? Who was the one? Like, do you say there like, isn't? Oh, there's Jay Z. I mean, like that's like a really huge like yeah. example, but like. There's so many doing yeah. it. It's like you can't just be like, oh, well, that's the one. Oh, and I know what you're talking about. Right. It's yeah. like, no, like, um, I don't know. I can't even think of, like, yeah, it's like people people don't really, like, even have enough knowledge to, like, point me into any one thing. So, like, oh, it's oh, also it's kind of like um, the punk band that had the black person in it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, do you like bad brains? Like, that's always, like, the go-to. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, that black guy has dreads. Like, you must really be in the bad brains. It's like, no, I'm just a black guy with dreads. Like, that's, you can't handle that. Um, but, yeah, like, I think people try to contextualize hop mm-hmm. hop, and I don't think that they know how to do it, mm-hmm. which I love. And like, maybe I, they can't, because maybe they it's can't. one of a kind. Perhaps. <laughs> I got them stumped. <laughs> I love that. Um, so what are your favorite parts of being a woman? Mm, so when I first read this question, I was immediately like, my vagina! But, <laughs> but that is not what it is to be a woman. Um, that is not required equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess what I decided was my favorite part is kind of like the my unassuming nature. I can use that to my advantage. Like... Mm-hmm. 
if people underestimate me because I'm a woman, I can totally flip that on its mm -hmm. head and like slide into places that I'm not supposed to be mm -hmm. and then turn up. Like, I really, really love that. Cause it's like, well, it's your fault that you thought that I didn't have power, but now I'm here and now I'm like confronting you and like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Um, but then I'll say it with a smile and like, well, <laughs> wink. <laughs> you can't get mad at me because I'm cute. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And some people are like, oh, well, you know, like you should totally like, um, you know, reject that, you know, if people are going to be, like, a certain way, and I'm like, well, if they're going to be a certain way, I might as well twist it to my mm -hmm. advantage and um, move my agenda forward, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's probably, that's probably my favorite, because if sometimes, well, this sort of plays into race a little bit, too, but because I am black and white, I have, and a woman, and like I'm, I'm like easily like I'm yeah easily like palatable I guess and that used to get on my nerves but now I realize that it's actually a strength um, because sometimes people don't listen to people who they don't think they should be listening. You know what, I'm not even sure how to phrase this. So sometimes like it can just be tricky. Like, you know, women like they're always known to be like soft and you know, like get the point across in like a non-harsh way. Like I can, I'm like learning to, you know, like kind of slide around like in that pool and be, as I mentioned, like in different environments, like I can say things like certain ways. And I think because I'm a woman, it makes it a little softer of a blow mm -hmm. or something and sometimes I can like get things across um better like I don't know like the way that I am or like the way that I look which is like kind of annoying for people who don't who aren't able to like master that but I'm fortunate to I don't know I guess just like be born in the body that I am mm -hmm. because sometimes like things are more receptive mm -hmm. um like for example there was <laughs> this guy who, I was at Target, I was looking for a phone, my phone died the day after Black Friday, so like Jeez. every store that I went to was like sold out, I was like, fuck, I just need a phone, like please, <laughs> so I went into this Target, and this guy was like immediately flirting with me, I could tell he was flirting with me, which really got on my nerves, I was like, look kid, I'm looking for a phone, I'm not entertaining this right now, <laughs> and so like, I think because like, the way I looked baited him in somehow. Then, like, while he was in, I was able to be like, bah, bah, and then, like, back out. <laughs> so he was like, oh, so what's your name? And I'm like, does it have to do with my phone? He's like, no. And I'm like, peace, like, <laughs> bye. Um, so, like, that guy is not going to hit me, probably, because, like, I don't know, I'm a woman, I'm on the job, or he's probably not going to, like, you know, talk trash. But sometimes, like, I can use, you know, like, I can, like, use, like, the little power that I have, mm -hmm. like, to my advantage to get certain things across that maybe other people couldn't. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then on the flip side, what's your least favorite part? Mm. Least favorite part. So I think trying to explain to men the weight of womanhood, like it really is heavy. Like not only like biologically for like females, who identify as women, like menstruation, mm -hmm. birth control. Why the fuck is that on us? Um, pregnancy, that's nine months. That is nine fucking months. And then like 
you know, giving birth. Nine months plus, like, a long time after that. <laughs> right, right. So it's like you're holding the baby for nine months, and then you're giving birth. Like, what? <sighs> what? And then, and then, like, we're expected to be nice, like, while we're doing that. Okay. And then, like, postpartum depression, and then, like, raising that kid, and then, like, all of the emotional labor that goes with that. Okay, that's another thing. So then there are, like, just people who identify as women. Like, shit, trans women? It's like no one... Being a woman is hard. Nobody is just going to choose to be a woman because it was, like, an easy thing to do. Like, in the... Okay, so... <laughs> I don't know. This is, like, a loaded question. So, yeah, like, it's not easy, like, in any facet. And then, like, if you do identify as a woman and, like, you happen to be femme, you know, like, you're walking down the street, you're fucking looking good, you know it. Like, you don't need people shouting at you from across the street to tell to you that tell you, you look, look good. Like, yeah. And it's like, if you're going to do that, like, please do it in a respectful way. Like, you look very nice today. Done. Walk away. Not, can I get them digits? No, just leave it. Like, <laughs> have a nice day. So mm -hmm. I have had a couple of guys do that to me. And I was like, oh my God, that like really lifted my spirits. Like, for you to just say, have a nice day and then walk away and then not crane your head to watch me walk away. Um, that's embarrassing. But even so. then, I still feel like there's. Even if someone just, like, nicely says, like, oh, you look pretty today or something like that, I'm like, what's your angle? Like, what's right, the agenda? Right, like, Which is natural because, yeah, like, 95% yeah. of the time, like, yes, that is, like, what mm -hmm. we're confronted with. Like, we're, like, on guard because it's, like, are you going to try to reach out and touch me? Like, are you going to, you know, do some weird shit? But, like, yeah, the weight of womanhood is really heavy and, like, you can't just shed that, like the emotional labor that goes into being a woman, too, like, what's expected of you, like, you know, like, you constantly need to be compassionate and, you know, like, whatever. It's like, if I want to be compassionate, I will be. I am a very compassionate per person. In fact, I'm super, like, empathetic. Like, it hurts. Like, I can't, like, sometimes I just can't even, like, be in a room with, like, someone suffering because it's, like, I'm suffering. Like, it's very hard to watch. Um, and I'm, like, crying, like, at every fucking movie. Like, commercials? Why? Like, that is a heavy <laughs> burden. Like, I'm watching this dumbass Jared commercial, which I know is, like, rooted in consumerism and capitalism and I like that's fucking dumb like this is materialistic like you know that but you're still crying <laughs> right I'm like you know that he loves you because you know he got you this dumbass necklace and then your kid um this cute little boy was like yeah you can give that to my mom I'm like oh, I'm oh yeah I saw that one too <laughs> yeah. and I'm like why the fuck am I crying like this is so dumb like everything in my everything in my being says that this is wrong and I'm still like the actors are so convincing. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's it's a lot. It's, like, hard enough to try to keep it under control, like, in yourself, but then when someone else expects you to do it, <laughs> I know, like, okay, immediately, like, empathy knob has been, like, cranked down. I do not care about you. Um, but, yeah, in having, yeah, just in general, like, I don't know if guys get it I don't think that they can get it mm -hmm. actually there was this um I mean like talking about like physical things that I don't like about being a woman like my cramps are like hella bad oh my god it's like I have to call out work like it's mm -hmm. very bad sometimes like I'll throw up it's awful so I have to take birth control to like control it and then people are like oh well you know you should really use natural alternatives I'm like bitch shut up you don't know me <laughs> I do whatever makes me feel okay whatever mm -hmm. makes my body able to like get up and walk around and eat and not throw my food back up like you don't know my life 
But I was watching this thing, I think it was on um, like Huffington Post or something. They had this video and it was like, men get electrodes like attached to their belly so they can know like what um, period cramps feel like. It was amazing. I was, like, they couldn't handle it. Like, three minutes in, they were like, oh, no, wait a minute. Like, I really don't like this. And I'm like, this is our whole life. Like, this is our whole life. And then people who were like, well, you need to show up to work, and you always need to be in a good mood. It's like, I am going through hell right now. Like, I can't even look at your face. You make me feel like I want to murder you. <laughs> well, and yeah, like, and that's the thing. We have this expectation, like, to that be so we just have to deal with it and then go on living our lives completely normally no. and not showing it and not talking about it no. because it grosses people out. But oh my god, no, I fucking can't. <laughs> I can't. So like, yeah, when guys are sick, they are the most pathetic <laughs> little creatures They're like, oh my god, oh, oh, and the lights, and I'm just like, yo, like, like once a month for us. Once right, a month. that is once a month. And sometimes like in between time. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck said that you could show up? <laughs> like, I have it on my calendar. You're not supposed to be here until the 13th. And you're here, like, just moseying in on the 27th. Like, that is not okay. Um, so we're closing in on an hour. We're past an hour now. So there was one question. Mm-hmm. Something that I think the world needs to know about oh, women. Tell us. So. Tell the world. <laughs> simply put. Um, they are not who you think they are. I like that. There is no one way to be a woman. That could mean anything. They could look any way. They could have any interests. They could have any skills. Like, they can have kids. They can't have kids. They can love women. They can love men. They can love both. They can love neither. Like, they could be asexual. They could be hypersexual. Like, they could be cold as shit. They can be so warm. So fuzzy. Like... (laughs) Yeah, they can be whatever they want, and it's really, um, it's really stifling for them to have to constantly be, like, what you saw, like, on fucking, I don't know, Leave It to Beaver, like, whatever. It's like, yeah, their mom's dope, like, always making them food and stuff, but (laughs) she's not always gonna make you food, you need to learn how to fucking cook. Right, (laughs) right. But, um, yeah. Well, that's why, like, this show, I feel like sometimes it's hard, because... Like, I set out to, like, find a definition for what it means to be a woman, but there isn't one. Right. Like, there's not one. Right. And, I mean, a lot of the time we talk about, like, the characteristics that are have been, like, ascribed to women, but, like, the bottom line is that there isn't, like you said, there is not one way. There are infinite ways. Yeah. And that's a great thing. Like, that's a really great thing. And it's, like, if we see women as more of equals, and this goes for men, too, like sexism hurts everybody just like racism hurts everybody like you can't put yourself above another without putting yourself further down you know like yeah we're just like all on the same playing field everyone has different skills everyone has different talents like we can all be used in so many different ways like men can be really soft and that's fucking sexy like for a man to be like emotionally intelligent, oh my, oh my god, oh, tell me about your feelings. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, dreams like, do come true, don't they? I know, right? So, um, and I'm like really lucky that I'm with someone who is really emotionally intelligent because like he helps me like express myself in ways that are not like 
I wear my feelings on my sleeves, you know? <laughs> it, like, doesn't have to be the end of the world all the time. So, like, everyone can be placed, like, like, I think about this at work a lot. Like, when it comes to, like, customer service and stuff, like, they always want to put, like, women, like, in the forefront because, mm -hmm. like, oh, they're just so nice to look at, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, there are some guys that are also nice to look at. And they're also just, like, really friendly and, like, you know, very take care of business. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, or, like, they think of, I want to speak to your manager. Where is he? And it's like, bitch, I'm the manager. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Um, yeah, like, everyone, there's a place for everybody. And if, like, we can just, like, chop down, like, all of these mm -hmm. gender roles and, like, what's expected, like, yo, a stay-at-home dad? Oh, my God, my heart. Oh, like, yeah, same. I, I am about that. Like, he always walks the dog and, like, he puts <laughs> the kids to bed and, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's really great. Or, like, you know, the woman is, like, always the one that does the handy stuff. Like, I do a lot of handy stuff around the house. Brandon is not about that life, and I love it. Like, I love <laughs> fixing up our house. Like, it gives me, like, oh, so much joy. But, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm ready to cut that down. And I'm not perfect, like, when it comes to certain things. Like, sometimes I, like, slip up and catch myself saying something like, um, so, like, my coworker was like, oh, my, um my brother got married this weekend or whatever. And I was like, oh, was the bride so happy? And I was like, oh, It's no. just so ingrained. Right, it's really ingrained. And it's okay to, like, slip, but mm -hmm. as long as you recognize, mm -hmm. like, what just happened and, like, keep trying to, like, work on it. Like, it's, you know, like, these are relatively new concepts. Like, people have been talking about women's liberation for, like, a long time. But, mm -hmm. like, it's always kind of been, like, in the scope of, like, you know, white... Uh, hairy armpitted like <laughs> yeah that's well-to-do ladies mm -hmm. um which i mean like they're ladies too but um it exists like on a larger mm -hmm. scale and so like like uh non-gender conforming individuals like that's like pretty fresh um so like we're all we're all struggling and it's okay to do that just as long as you're like pushing toward you know like ultimate liberation for all people mm -hmm. Um, because when you don't give a shit about what anybody does, and that's, like, truly liberating. Like, if you want to be a man, like, fuck yeah, like, do it. I don't give a shit. Like, is it hurting anybody else? Like, that's kind of the question. Is it hurting them? Is it hurting anybody else? Like, just fucking let it go. Like, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's my tirade. I don't remember what the question was <laughs> at this point. I don't but... remember <laughs> Oh, I think it was what, oh, people, what should people know about women. Yes. Yeah. Everybody just do whatever do whatever you want. Be happy, just do whatever you want. I don't care. And that's I life is so much easier that way. Just mm -hmm. like, oh my god, what are you harboring? Why are you harboring this? <laughs> I wish everyone could see Jazz's hand motion and like <laughs> very animated. <laughs> um, she's like in a rocky pose on top right. of the steps, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, just let go. Um yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. Oh, there was one question. Oh, yeah, yeah. That got me thinking. I sometimes oh, don't think in, like, I don't think in specifics a mm -hmm. lot. I generally think in, like, sweeping concepts. Mm -hmm. But um, there was this question, um, who are the women you most admire? And I thought about it for a long time, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, strong women? And I was like, that's really general. Like, who is that? And I'm like... <laughs> sweet women like I don't know empowered women but I was thinking and like the first person that came to my mind was Michelle Obama like well yeah obviously. <laughs> I mean she's awesome but that's like so 
cliche, <laughs> um, but she is awesome. Um, but then I was thinking about um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm-hmm. What a dream boat. She is unreal. Oh, and she's an animal. I'm like I love older it. than her, and it like makes me, I'm like, well, I need to do more. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh-oh, I'm 27, and she got elected at 29. Like, I've got so much work to do. <laughs> like, I'm trying to catch up. But I'm just like, oh, like, she, what... So I answered a question of yours a little ways back um, with my favorite part about being mm-hmm. a woman. So I mentioned like kind of looking unassuming, but like having bite. She is like the totally. epitome of that. Like Absolutely. she is just a babe and she's so smart. Mm-hmm. She like, just because she looks nice doesn't mean she isn't going to rip you a new mm-hmm. one. Oh, I just, oh, and she just warms my heart. Like I just I love, love following her on social media because she fierce yeah she she's says great. what she's thinking right and like that's not to say that she isn't a nice person as well she mm-hmm. seems like she's got just like a huge heart and like her morals are like really rooted in her community and like her lived experience and like that's really really um valuable for a politician I mm-hmm. guess she is now um to have because sometimes like you just forget where you mm-hmm. came from and you forget like what's important but it seems like and who knows, maybe in three years, like, she'll be just like every other politician. But right now, right now. she seems like she's, like, hard-pressed mm-hmm. to, like, stay connected um, to why she's doing this in the first right. place, which I just love. But I also love that she will rip you apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, it yeah. also has shown, like, the unfair scrutiny that she's been under, and she was the one who called it out. Like, I guess Paul Ryan was elected to the Senate at... 29 and I think she's 27 so I don't know they're like around the same age and she said that nobody questioned his credibility and we're basically right. just like he's like a wonderkin he's so smart and at every turn people are like is she you smart enough should she be here right. why is she wearing that jacket Did, I don't I don't know who said who said like she's wearing that jacket she doesn't look like she's poor or something like that somebody made a comment that like the clothes she was wearing were like, like have you ever heard too fancy to have come from struggle like <laughs> yeah what? that's so ridiculous it's <laughs> like if you've been to the thrift store like i can dress head to toe in j crew mm-hmm. and like you wouldn't know that i bought all of that for ten dollars right. or whatever yeah that's really lame um yeah and that happened with hillary clinton too i do not admire her but um yeah, because she was a woman, they they were like attacking like all of right. the other things. It's like, why don't you attack her attack her policies? Right. Like, that's always like secondary. <laughs> like, that's always like, what's up with this outfit? Yeah. That's too young. Or like that color. What is she trying to convey? I'm like, yo, shut up. Like, yeah. just listen to what she's saying. Like, th- this is all a distraction. Like, mm-hmm. it's all a distraction. They just can't handle like a woman with like breasts and like <laughs> blinky eyes and you know like long hair. But like, like the thing with Hillary Clinton is she like never really like I don't even remember her ever wearing like a dress like it's always been like the pantsuit right because she's like, like I have to be an palatable attempt, and yeah the, an attempt right. to kind of look more masculine and be like more right. palatable which right you know did she work. shouldn't have to <laughs> right. well yeah that well that's part of her problem she's constantly trying to yeah. like be palatable I was watching after I decided that I was going to talk about Alexandria um Ocasio-Cortez I started like, I don't know, I fell into this internet hole, of course, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to see her debate someone, mm-hmm. and so I saw her, what was that guy's name, Tom Crawley or something like mm-hmm. that, the, something um, like that, the Congress person that she defeated in the 14th district, Joe Crawley, maybe, is it Joe Crawley, I don't know, it's Joe or Crawley, Tom. Crawley, somebody, <laughs> um, but she was, <laughs> she's like, I'm not, actually, no, it wasn't even that, I was, it was the Daily Show, I think, mm-hmm. um, with Trevor Noah, and she was like, 
I'm not going to water down my issues. Like, I say that I'm a democratic socialist just because the word socialist makes people uncomfortable doesn't mean that, because Trevor was asking like, well, you know, socialism, like there's a divide like in generations, like, you know, people of the olden times, like they were definitely like brainwashed things, ah, socialism is the mm. enemy and you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what if you just like change some of the language to mean exactly that, just not use socialism? She's like, that's fucking like, stupid. Why? That's a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, like what I'm talking about is socialism. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just love that she sticks to her guns and mm -hmm. she's just like, she just don't care. Mm -hmm. She cares a lot, but she doesn't care about right. the game. Right. Like, it's which is like very game. refreshing. It is really refreshing, yeah. but I don't know. We all went through Bernie and... <laughs> uh, I talk about him as if like everybody was on board with Bernie, but I don't know. My assumption is usually correct. Yeah, I mean, I liked Bernie's policies, but I was just like, I can we just like not let Donald Trump win? <laughs> that was like my <laughs> right. I mean, like I'm not too proud. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I was like, I just. But can't a lot of people were too proud and didn't. And I fuck like. I kind of get that too. Like, I understand all sides. The whole mm -hmm. thing was fucked. Like, everything was fucked. Like, and on top of that, like, Donald Trump didn't even really win. Like, he right. won, but he well, didn't really. Well, that's, like, the most irritating part, because it's, like, it's, it's like, it a like self sabotage kind of situation. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing was fucked up. I, people will be talking about this, like, for hundreds of years mm -hmm. and be, like, that one presidency. You, know, like, <laughs> you remember the election and like you don't even have to say what year. Mm -hmm. Like we all know it was 2016. Like yeah, I was like seriously traumatized like by the news. Like I mm -hmm. had to like just, I had mm -hmm. to let go for a while and I'm like trying to slowly bring it back into my <laughs> daily diet and I'm like, oh God. Like it's, people, the news is just focused on all the wrong shit. Like, yeah. oh my God, it's just like blah, 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 connect bait. <laughs> There's just too much too much that has nothing to do with, with what's what, actually yeah, going exactly. on. And that's so frustrating. Wow, well, a terrible way to end this end interview. Of rant. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this sucks. Everybody's gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> well <laughs> um, so I don't have a story of subversion in this episode. It didn't, like I said, this is the first episode of the new year. Um, so I'm gonna put a call out to you listeners. If you have a story of subversion right in to me and that way we can feature those stories on the show so anyone that you can think of anyone that you think maybe you know people maybe don't really know that much about that you want more people to know about um send those stories my way um but yeah i think we'll close out the episode now okay. um so jess thanks so much for being here oh it's so great to be here tell my listeners you. again where they can find hot pop you can find me on instagram at i am hot Hop. And you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash I am still hop hop. You can actually find me on my website. I didn't even do that one. I am hophop.com. Um, email me at I am hop at gmail.com. You can find my music um, to stream on Spotify. You can find it on Bandcamp. You can find it on Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal, Google Play. Pretty much anywhere that you find music, you can find wow. me. Hop hop. You're everywhere. I'm everywhere. And buy my buy my merch. I'll mail it to you or I'll hand deliver it to your house. Like, I don't know. I'm flex. I'm flex. <laughs> That's delightful. <laughs> I'm trying.
All right. Well, if you're looking to get in touch with Womankind, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Womankind Podcast, or you can email me at www. No way. Nope. That's the website. <laughs> website is www.womankindpodcast.com or email me at womankindpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye, friends. Bye.